The IDP Pro Players Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. And right now when you bet $100 at WinBet, you get a $100 free bet on the house. So head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. All right, welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. Good to see or talk to everyone this week. Hope everyone had a good week of IDP Fantasy Football. Make sure you stick around to the end of the episode this week. We're announcing five winners of the IDP Power Rankings app uh, contest at the end of the show, so stick around for that. And before we get into things, just want to remind you, we're brought to you by the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast Network. We're doing a Twitter giveaway that started last week. You can win a free DeAndre Swift jersey and a bonus $50 credit to the Sports Gambling Podcast merch store. So make sure you find and subscribe to our SGPN Fantasy Football YouTube channel. Comment on any video while you're there. Send a direct message to at SGPN Fantasy on Twitter when you've done both, and you'll automatically be entered to win big. Simply by letting it ride with SGPN Fantasy. Gary, how are things? Great, man. Full of coffee, ready and raring <laughs> to go, man. <laughs> let's talk some fantasy football, folks. Woo! All right, let's, let's yeah, get into yeah. it. <laughs> Same setup as uh, last week. We're in season, so it's just information, and that's what you need to win. So let's get it going with the NFC and AFC North. We'll start with the Bears. I, I didn't really see anything. Same old, same old. Uh, did you see anything on the Bears this week? I was just going to mention there's actually a good off-the-edge matchup here, but you can't trust Quinn. So, Yeah, and once again, just to remind everyone, when we say that, that's all good news. It means everyone played the snaps they're supposed to yep. play. No one's injured. There's no waivers. That's all good. If we say nothing, that's, that's a good thing. Uh, moving on to the Bengals. Only thing I noticed, Jermaine Pratt back again, second week in a row, being healthy. He bumped up to 80% of snaps and uh, had another decent production day. That that always seems to fluctuate, but that's all I noticed. You got anything else in the Bengals? No. We'll talk about this a little bit later. It's kind of kind of funny how things have leveled off a little earlier than I expected. This is a lot true. of these teams. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's the it's the the flow of the season. We spend the first month just trying to catch up to what the hell's happening and get a hold on it. And then we lock in and we stay locked in through the whole season. So this is good. Yeah. Dodging landmines of IDP bullshit as we go. So let's hope that this is not a build up to some ass <laughs> week where all of a sudden we got, you know, bam, nobody. Nobody. <laughs> God, I hope not. Uh, okay, right, so bang- right. Bengals are looking good. It, it, you know, and that mm-hmm. Pratt stuff is good, if anything. It's not bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Moving on to the Lions. Uh, so it looks like Kirby Joseph is the other starting safety. We've seen it a couple weeks in a row now. Still wouldn't trust it because, uh, you know, they do have a recent history of benching safeties that blow coverage, and he's done that a couple times this year. Uh, Malcolm Rodriguez still played 83% of snaps. That's looking good. Anything else? No. It's it's kind of boring, but that's good news. So, you know, what we look for is consistency. So if we have some lever- leveling out and we have that consistency, 
at least you know what you got coming from these players. Yes, sir. So we saved all the shenanigans for the Browns where Deion Jones was traded there. Remember we talked about this? I, and I, I said, I swear to God, Deion Jones is not going to start for the Falcons again. He's going to get traded. I think he agreed with me. Well, he got traded. It just screwed up the Browns for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jacob Phillips managers really have to be concerned. I mean, he did some digging in there and uh, PFF just, they don't like him at all. I, I'm not really sure, but uh, I don't know what it's going to do to JOK. It makes you wonder, who, is Dion going to walk in there and just be a couple down guy? Yeah, I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see on this one. Someone's definitely getting screwed. Uh, so we'll just have to adjust as is. I, I think you're right, though. JOK, he's currently got like that second linebacker role. He played 75% of snaps last week to Jacob Phillips, 100%. He seems locked into that like Anthony Walker type role as the second linebacker. And he's got the draft capital. They just got this guy. I don't think they're benching him. No, he's not. He's doing fine. He's doing his job. I really do think that it's Phillips. If you happen to have any three of these guys, uh, JOK is safe, but I would think about maybe uh, benching Phillips. Right, right. If you had, yes, that's a good call. Yeah. That, that's that's a good call. If if you have a like another option this week, it's definitely safer to just stay the hell away from Phillips and obviously yeah. Deion Jones too, because we haven't even seen him in a Browns uniform yet. See it play out. Yes, sir. And beyond that, Miles Garrett was uh back after that car accident. He played eighty two percent of snaps. He did not do his you know normal production that we expect out of him, but the playing time was there, so that was good. Clowney was back as well, seventy three percent of snaps. So those guys are both back on the field. That's all I got for the Browns. Key dokey. Moving on up to the Packers, where. Same. Not a, not a lot's going on here. Quay Walker still at 85% of snaps. Everyone else playing their normal snaps. Razul Douglas down to 48%. That's I find that a little strange, but we don't really talk corners here. So that, that's it. That's all that stuck out to me. What, what do you got on the Packers? Well, I'm going to throw out a little bit of warning. We've already seen the strong safeties production dip. Not that it was really ever like way up there. But it dipped in half this year, and we all got our, our wish. We have a second linebacker that we can use with Walker, but every reaction has. Oh, every, yeah. Every, for, for it's uh, what is it? Newton's third. For every, yeah. Yeah. For every for, action, there's a reaction. E equal and, and opposite reaction. Right, yes. Right. So Amos's production has been cut into, but he's also cutting into camp as long as this continues. That if you were expecting that top five, and was really thinking you're going to get it, I think you're going to probably be lucky if you can get a ceiling of top 10 inside linebacker production this year. I think Walker is just going to continue to eat and eat, capping Campbell's ceiling in the end. Yeah, you get a great point there. Um, there's another factor at play here, too. Pace of play is another factor. Mm -hmm. The Packers have one of the slowest paces of play in the entire NFL. So that means total number of snaps per game is pretty low compared to other teams. If anyone remembers the uh, Seahawks last year, that was part of what blew up Jordan Brooks was the fact that they played like two or three hundred more defensive snaps than most teams in the NFL. <laughs> like yeah. that's, that, that's a lot more points you're getting just because your team's on the field and that's not the Packers. And when you talk about Quay Walker eating into Devondre Campbell and Adrian Amos, it's just kind of a mess there from uh, what we thought it was going to be. 
All right, so we'll keep an eye on that. Moving on to the Ravens. Patrick Queen, a little bit of a down week in the playing time, 81% of snaps. That might have just been a game flow thing. Uh, JPP, slight dip as well, 71%. He still looks decent, though. The big news here this week, though, is Marcus Williams, torn ACL, starting safety, done for the season. And Geno Stone was the direct replacement, but I've read some articles as recent as today on my walk a couple hours ago that it's going to be Geno Stone and Kyle Hamilton splitting that role. What do you think about that nonsense? I'm just avoiding it. Uh, I also have my eye on Brandon Stevens. I mean, in the past, when they've needed somebody in the secondary to stand up, they've called on him. So if it ain't Chuck Clark, I'm not messing with it. And can tell you that, you know, JPP, uh, they got another great matchup this weekend. They're getting ready to kill it. And I'm keeping my eye. Did you notice now all of a sudden JPP's in here? And Oway actually showed up last week, which he's been trying to get healthy. He's their second year, first or second round guy last year or something i mean there could be some improvement coming to this situation oh yeah giants offensive line hot garbage uh so yes that's a great matchup and i'm with you on the safeties i'm not really touching the Giants secondary this weekend or excuse me the ravens secondary this weekend um against that giants team that struggles to complete really any forward passes right josh Bynes will probably be in there getting more snaps too true yeah they're probably just going to try and slow down saquon force daniel jones to throw the ball and that'll probably do the trick make kyle hamilton look like a star yeah (laughs) yeah so if you listen to us a couple weeks ago and grabbed you some jpp things are looking real good for you at the moment especially with that matchup against the giants this week all right, heading on over to the Vikings. We got Zedarius Smith back up to his normal playing time, 74% of snaps. Thank God, because he was down in the 40s last week. That was due to being a little banged up injury-wise, but he's looking good. He's been productive. Daniil Hunter even blew up a little bit last week. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Vikings? Looking good. I mean, they all look healthy, too. All their starters are there. They're all playing decently. They're kind of dividing up this production amongst each other <laughs> via the matchups each week. But overall, status quo. Yeah, the, the Vikings actually look pretty good in general this year. It's kind of surprising. Good to see them. A lot of healthy teams this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as that uh, week a couple weeks ago really nailed us with the injuries, we've been somewhat spared, big picture. So that's been nice. As you can tell, I can't get over it. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm sure it'll happen. Um, right. So yeah, n- right. nothing nothing crazy with the Vikings this week. So Steelers' only big piece of news is Trey Norwood replaced uh, Terrell Edmonds. Edmonds has been a little banged up. Uh, that's not really anything you want to go after. Terrell Edmonds wasn't super productive in the first place. If it's not uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, it's probably not a safety option you're going to be interested on the Steelers. Uh, you got anything else for Pittsburgh? Not at all. No pass rush. We warned you about Highsmith. That was a outlier at performance the first couple of weeks. Yep. Without uh, Watt, they're just not the same team, that's for sure. All right. Before we move on, let's pay a few bills. So are you thinking of joining WinBet? Because now is the perfect time for new customers. You can bet $100 and get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day, and you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on the WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. 
last week, someone turned six dollars into four thousand. Plus, they got a free thousand dollar bet on top of that. WinBet is truly for degenerates only. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash winbet so that they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. This offer is subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call one 800 522 Four seven zero zero. The IDP Pro Players Pod is also presented by IDPGuys.org, where managers and fans can further fear fantasy football knowledge into the depths of dynasty, individual defensive players, super flex, and beyond. That was IDPGuys.org, where they do way more than just defensive football. All right, let's pick it back up with the NFC and AFC South. Tampa Bay Buccaneers we'll look at first. I, I got nothing. No news here unless you got something I missed. Not whatsoever. All right, let's head over to the Colts where there's always something. And this week we got some good news with a DeForest Buckner bounce back week in a huge way. Uh, what was it? Two and a half, three sacks. He went crazy. Forced fumble as well. He was all over the place. So that looks good. Uh, the other thing is while Julian Blackman is out, Rodney Thomas is in. This is, I believe, a fifth round safety. The other starting safety here. And this is like the other, other, other starting safety because we're already down Kahari Willis and uh, who's the other guy? Nick Cross. Um, How many Thomases do they have? Oh, I, I don't know, man. It's it. I'm I'm so far from interested that right. uh, it, you know, I'm just not. I'm not. How about you? Right. <laughs> I'm going to move right along and go, Dale. He did get a little bit of boost last week in, in some playing time. I think he might have held his own again. Uh, I just wanted to bring him up. So this is somebody to keep an eye on, uh, as uh, especially why Kitty Pay is questionable. Yeah, that's a good call. Quitty Pay is a little bit banged up, so uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, beyond that, we could, in theory, get Darius Shaq Leonard back this week, although I wouldn't hold my breath if I were you. Um, and we'll see how that goes with Zaire Franklin and Bobby Okariki, if and when he ever does return to the lineup. That's it, though. That's all I got for the Colts. Okie dokie. Falcons, with the departure of Deion Jones, our Michael Walker and Rashawn Evans shakers are secure. So thank the good Lord. That's good. Michael Walker did get injured last week, though. He only played 56% of snaps due to that injury. However, he said he expects to play this week and he feels fine. And he took a rest day today. That's why he did not practice. That's all I saw for the Falcons. Uh, what else you got? I'll tell you, I've been like pulling for uh, Lorenzo Carter off and on, and I really like his matchup this week. So if you're in a deep format and they're playing San Francisco, who likes to give a lot of production to the uh, front seven of opposing teams, uh, Lorenzo Carter could end up getting you uh, three or four combined tackles and potentially back in maybe a tackle for a loss QB hit. That would be a really deep play, but he has some upside. Just thought I'd mention that. Yeah, and we're getting to the time of the year when you're going to need those really deep plays, so we'll probably start mentioning more as they come up. Uh, All righty, so yep, beyond that, Falcons look good. No other movement or shenanigans. Same thing with the Jaguars. Uh, Model of stability. Everyone played essentially the exact same snaps as last week, Uh, so we're looking good there. Uh, You got anything on the Jags? 
Not whatsoever. Kidoki. Uh, Panthers, though, all kinds of shenanigans. So first things first, Frankie Luvu was out last week. That's the linebacker, middle linebacker, inside linebacker. Corey Littleton played 100% of snaps in relief, so that appears to be the direct replacement. More fallout from that was Shaq Thompson saw a boost in his snaps up to 100% of snaps. Luvu actually got in a limited practice last Friday, uh, so he is expected to play this week and should be fine. So while it's nice to know that Corey Littleton's an option if Luvu's out, it doesn't look like that's going to be a thing this week. Beyond that, we did confirm that Miles Hartsfield is the chin replacement, played 100% of snaps. And Xavier Woods was out this week too, so Justin Burris came in for him. So we got all kinds of replacements here, but they look like short-term things because Woods is probably back this week. Luvu is probably back this week. Uh, so Miles Hartfield looks like the only guy that's like locked and loaded for a while. Uh, what's your take on all this? It is what it is. They're all injured. And it was a shock to turn around and see them re-sign Burris, who they just cut, that had recently been a starter for him. He was done with the team and brought him right in. And he was inserted. Of course, he knows the defense. So that was pretty wild. Other than that, yeah, that's just a... That that's one of the outlier teams right now with some injury problems. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. Uh, so yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. But at least we know the replacements now. So if you're someone that's starting Frankie Luvu, um, and you know he can't go this week, you know Corey Littleton's the backup. So I mean, if if he can't find any other options, odds are you'll be able to grab him at the last second. Uh, okay, moving on to the Texans. I got Nada. Uh, same Texans, different week. Uh, all right, let's have a look at the Saints then, where things are pretty stable here as well. The only thing I saw, and I thought of you immediately when I saw this, was Justin Evans played 100% of snaps last week. It's got to be due to Marcus May being dinged. Uh, what's your take on that? I've been keeping an eye on Justin. He was one of those guys that I, I talked about earlier in the offseason. The fact of the matter is he does bounce around. He does get some playing time, and but he's not producing. He, they must be using the Honey Badger up there in that sweet spot getting the tackles because he's the only one that's maintaining anything. And another case, you got Pete Warner in there. He's getting a lot more snaps. He's getting a huge part of the pie. It's really uh, took a ding out of that secondary a little bit. Those safeties. Marcus yeah, May what Marcus May was getting his, wasn't he? That's true. Yeah, nothing worth making a move on though at the moment. No. All right, so moving on to the Titans then, where it was another week without Zach Cunningham. So we got more of a split role in, in his replacement, which is crappy for us in IDP land. Uh, Dylan Cole played 52% of that role. Joe Schobert played 15%. So we did not get a full-on replacement. Uh, so still nothing to make a move on there. And they've got the bye this week, I believe. So when they get back, odds are Zach Cunningham will be playing and this will be over and done with and we can move on with our lives. Uh, the other thing I saw was Joshua Kalu looked like the Amani Hooker replacement. I don't even know if that's real because he, he it says corner in a few places, but it says safety on their depth chart. What the hell is that? Do you have any idea? I don't know. I'm looking at mine. It says DB. And it right. does differ, yeah. So he's in general. Ah, you know that one uh, eludes me, my friend. We ought to look I'm, that up. I've never even heard of the guy, and he didn't do anything. So it's not like we need to go chasing this, but it's just it's worth knowing, probably. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, give give me something new. It says he had no way. It says he had one tackle and sixty three defensive snaps. That's true. He played every snap. That's all he had. Uh, other than that, <laughs> I mean, what's to say? Watch Tennessee Titan Kalua head back to school as part of take a Titan to school today. That's what I got. That's the latest <laughs> I have, folks. That's it. <laughs> Okay, September thirteenth. So yeah. Jesus. All right. Well, ignore that guy, but it just kind of stood out for a minute. So, as we were saying earlier, things have leveled out, and there ain't much going on. So that's that's a good thing. Um, steady is good. So, all right, that's it for the Titans. Let's pay a couple bills, and we'll be right back. If you watch football, you really need Fubo TV, especially when Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football including the NFL Red Zone Plus games in 4K, with no extra charge. Fubo also comes with more than 100 channels of live sports, entertainment and at a fraction of the price as cable. So you can watch on all your devices, and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with our cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment and you can cancel at any time. And you can try Fubo TV free for the next 7 days, and get 15% off your first month by checking it out right away. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's FuboTV.com slash SGP. Want all the hot action across this season in one spot? Then like me, you'll love Odds Trader because it's the best place to check and compare all the odds from all major sports books, and I get all the different sign-up codes and promotions from all the sports books to get the best deals. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather so you and your friends can make the most informed bets possible. It also has a great bet tracker, so we can keep bet records of all the games and betting activity. And Odds Trader has it all, handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores, and player statistics with all the key game statistics, and the latest projected game day weather. Their bet tracker also allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity. So if you want to stop hunting all the major betting sites for the best game day odds, like me, Head over to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Again, that's oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day betting. All right, we got the NFC and AFC East. We're going to start off with the how about them Cowboys, Gary? Four in a row, beating the defending Super Bowl champions in their house, no less, with a backup quarterback. Boy, things look great. Dak, you go ahead and stay on the bench. You stay there. I'm not interested. And things looked pretty normal for the Cowboys, except for one large thing. They started three safeties with significant playing time this week. And that's the first time we've seen that, uh, that I can remember to this extent, at least. Donovan Wilson, 85% of snaps. J. Ron Kerr, 78%. Malik Hooker, 74%. Uh, that's kind of a mess. And it really kind of, they ate each other's production. What the hell do we do with this? If it's me, the only one I'm going to trust is Curse, if I'm going there. And I actually expect this to kind of level out a little bit. I imagine Curse is just kind of being eased back in. So I think he's going to bounce back up there, and I think we're going to see the production that we just witnessed. It'll it'll go back more of what it was at the beginning of the season when Curse was really consuming it all. You know, these none of these guys are playing enough to really trust. You know what I mean? 80... 85% at safety. You can get a safety that plays 100% of snaps. There's like four of them that just came out on waivers in this past week, and we're going to talk about all of them. Uh, 
Ryan Neal, uh, Geno Stone, like, you know, uh, Miles mm-hmm. Hartsfield, you know, there are guys. We don't need to settle for less than 100% of snaps. So, yeah, this is a mess, and I think I'm with Gary. Let's let it level out. We'll take it from there. Only in the deepest of leagues would I go here. Yep, so- it's bye week. It's bye week, right? I mean, true. Deep, deep league, you're going to have to jump off the end probably. So we'll keep an eye on this and see how it moves in upcoming weeks. But right now, it's tough to trust any of those three guys. Beyond that, everything else looked good, though. Things look pretty good for the Cowboys' uh, IDP options overall. All right, moving on to the Bills, where we did have a few shenanigans this week. So Tremaine Edmonds was injured and out. Uh, Tyrell Dodson was his direct replacement. He did only play 84% of snaps, but that was just because this was a blowout. This one was over by halftime. Most of the uh, starters sat the entire fourth quarter. Uh, so it looks like if Tremaine Evans is out again this week, Tyrell Dodson is the direct replacement. And they got the Chiefs, not the Steelers this week. So I would feel A-OK with that. I don't know about you. Yeah, I wouldn't have any problem playing him. He's definitely going to be in there and absorb that production. I'm also looking at Looking at Hamlin this week, mm. uh, I think he's secure enough for a bye week play if you really need somebody. Yeah, I'm with you. I actually did that. I did that in a yeah. few places because I love this matchup. It's it's the freaking Chiefs. Like right. there's there's going to be offense. <laughs> right. The uh, edge rushers we we've not had a lot of production coming out of there the last couple of weeks, and Von Miller or Arusio or or any of them really. Uh, I think last week the astonishing part was seeing what was like the third or fourth defensive end on the depth chart. Oh, Epinesa. Getting most of the snaps this past week. Uh, I think it's a case where they're too healthy and they're rotating a lot of nice depth pieces and getting away with it. Yeah, I'm with you. They they haven't really needed to uh, play their studs when it comes to the pass rush any any more than the bare minimum. I, that might change this week, though. I, I feel like yeah. this is a... Yeah, this is a Von Miller week. This is a um, Jesus. Who's right. that other guy? My brain hurts. Russo. This is a Russo yeah. week. Yeah. Another thing that's going to happen is nobody goes injury free forever. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that's been a little disappointing. The playing time for those uh, star edge rushers, but should be better this week. And as Gary said, you know, any kind of injuries to their rotation or depth pieces might help with that also. So we'll see. Yeah, that's it for the Bills, though. Um, and once again, just to remind everyone, it's Damar Hamlin, rest of season for Micah Hyde, locked and loaded. And Jaquan Johnson for Jordan Poyer, if Poyer is out this week. Uh, all right, so moving on to the Commanders. Washington, Jamin Davis, just 55% of snaps. He's back to stinky, but we've known that for a minute. Montez Sweat bounced back in a huge way with a nice week. Other than that, business as usual. Uh, what else you got for Washington? They have a good matchup off the edge again this week. Uh, Sweet's a good play. Absolutely. I got nothing else here, so we'll move on. Dolphins, um, not not a lot here. Brandon Jones was back up to 97% of snaps, but trusting that is like trusting a fart after Taco Bell. I'm just not into it. <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> Sounds good. So just something to keep an eye on. It's it's uh, he's one of those guys that fluctuates a lot. So just be careful with that. Beyond that, everything looked normal for the Dolphins. Let's hope that uh, Agba and Phillips uh, and Wilkins can turn it on and do what we expect out of them. Huh? No, I, I forecasted this a couple of weeks ago. They had had some tough, tough matchups coming up. I'm not sure, seeing a turnaround for a few more weeks yet. We shall see. 
Uh, All right, moving on to the Eagles. Not a lot going on here. Uh, Kazir White still not ideal. 57% of snaps is the other starting linebacker there, although that's not starting time. That's, that's uh, you know, half the snaps. Uh, so it's TJ Edwards or bust. Uh, everything else looks pretty locked and loaded. What do you got on the uh, Eagles? Uh, didn't Gardner, like, uh, have one of his better games since oh, becoming an Eagle? Yeah, yeah he, yeah. he had a really good week, yeah. I just want to throw some caution into the wind, folks. Just a uh, rule of thumb. We'd like to see it three times. Now, if you're looking for a bi-week play, hopefully you have somebody that's been producing, you know, so just, just one of those things. I, I just He's not a bad play this week if you need to really go there, but only in the deepest of format. Absolutely. And and it, yeah, because it's going to be Cooper Rush again this week, too. So it's not the sling it all over the place, fire and forget Cowboys. It's the run and play defense, play action, time of possession Cowboys, which are the better Cowboys, by the way. Uh, all right. Moving on to the Jets. Uh, we got another week of Quan Alexander. He played 94 percent of snaps, replacing the injured Quincy Williams. He had a really nice week in the in the box score in the production, just like we said he would. We knew he was too talented and he was playing too much and we've seen it before and he bounced right back and had a good game. That's exactly what we're looking for. However, Quincy Williams has started practicing today, so he'll probably be back this week. So Quan Alexander goes back to the bench. Just in time to screw us for a bye week play. This is true. Uh, Other than that, I I didn't see much. Uh, You got anything on the Jets? Carl Lawson showed up against Miami, which was a little bit impressive. But uh, let's see what that let's see where that goes in the next week or two. All right, heading on over to the Giants, the other New York team. Tay Crowder back to disappointing, both in playing time and production. Seventy nine percent of snaps. That ain't great. Production crappy. That ain't great. Jalen Smith creeping up on him. Sixty five percent of snaps this last week. That's up from what fifty five or so the week before, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. He uh, he's slowly working up there, or they're both going to level off around seventy and just screw everybody. Yep, it's going to be one of those two. We'll we'll let you know which when we see it. Beyond that, Julian Love was back after the concussion. One hundred percent of snaps. Another excellent game. Love that guy. He's been great. And Dane Belton back down to thirty three percent of snaps now that Love is healthy. So just keep that in mind. Anything else on the Giants? Other than Ward disappointing a little bit in this in this matchup for me, um, Jahad Ward, we've mentioned him before. Uh, I believe he has another favorable one coming in this week. So if you have been deep enough or crazy enough to use the guy, uh, you know, I mean, he's been more consistent than he's not been consistent. That is true. Okay, that's the Giants moving on to the Patriots. So a lot of people are going to run out to the waiver wire this week and see that name, Kyle Duggar. They're going to see that he had a touchdown, pick six, huge play. They're going to see all those IDP points. They're going to look at last season's numbers. They're going to see a top 10 safety or a top 12 safety. They're going to grab him off waivers. They're going to say, how did my other idiot league mates leave this guy on waivers? Because he barely played 50% of snaps, that's why. Uh, And he hasn't cleared his normal playing time yet this season, which is usually 85% of snaps. He's been around 60-ish every time we've seen him most of this year. Uh, It's a trap. It is an absolute trap. It is a Patriots typical trap. As weird as this sounds, the guys that have been playing the most for the Patriots this year are Dietrich Wise, Devin McCourty, who is the other really good edge guy that we like there, Matt Judon. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Yep. And Matt Judon just 
recently decided to show up, if I remember right. He's not had a hot start of the season. He's been okay, but uh, but no, it's it's just, it's just weird with uh, Duggar, though. Like, why? Why is he down in the playing time so much? I don't get it. Oh, he's been hurt, and it's an 18-game season. Uh, I think it's a long-term investment by Bill Belichick. If you aren't needed and you're one of the stars normally or somebody of the future for this team, I mean, surely Devin McCourty is going to retire at some point, right? Surely Adrian Phillips is not going to re-sign with this team. And Duger is probably the likeliest candidate that I can think of anybody on this team that Bill Belichick or his son, what's his name, Mohawk or uh, Mullet, <laughs> yeah. uh, whatever his name is. I mean, if there's anybody off this defense that I was thinking about my future and build around uh, like my pop did, it would be my Devin McCourty guy, and that would, might be Kyle Duger. So I, I think they're just kind of putting him on the shelf. If they don't need him, they don't need him full time. You know, why put him out there? Maybe they have this idea that they might make a playoff run. That's true. It's uh, it's tough to trust him right now at the moment, though. We'll let we'll let you know though when that playing time does creep back up to those high eighties like last year. That's when we saw the super productive Kyle Duggar that we all know and love. Fact: The National Breast Cancer Foundation reports that a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer every two minutes, and we already know finding new innovations in research, surgical options, and clinical trials is essential to finding a cure. And to all those fantasy football ladies that may be listening, we also know with early detection your survival rate goes up. And that's why breast self-exams are very important, and the best way to give your old girls their best fighting chance to win the championship. So, with all that being said, the fellas here at the IDP Pro Players Pod would like to remind everyone, the National Breast Cancer Foundation does take donations, so please, go and give what you can. And let's give our mothers, our wives, our sisters, and every woman, the support, the resources, and maybe even more importantly, the hope by knowing we all really do care. Before we get into the NFC and AFC West, just a quick reminder, please help us, support us uh, with your likes, with your great comments, good or bad. Mention Gary, please mention me when you're making these comments. It really does help. It gives us that little extra something we always need, and we really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. All right. NFC, AFC West. Let's start with the Cardinals. Isaiah Simmons, back in our lives. Can't tell you how happy I am to see that. Gary, are you excited that Isaiah Simmons is back? actually have him. I entered the season with him. I couldn't dump him in time. Yeah, Of course, nobody was buying it at the time either. <laughs> and now I might be in a situation where I remember I was looking at him. Oh, if Walker was out. Great news. Walker's not out. I'm not playing Simmons. I don't trust it. He just blew up one week. You're going to have to blow up more than one week for me to really buy into that. Yeah, I'm with you. So the deal with this is he was magically back up to 92% of snaps this week after being unplayable with snaps in the low 20s the last few weeks. Um, then I then I see he played like a majority of it in the slot. <laughs> that that's part of it. Played it in the slot. Yeah. Right. Right. That's part of it. And I just don't trust it. I don't yeah. trust it at all. He he is shown to be unreliable. So yeah, we that's need... true. That's very matchup dependent on gameplay, right? Yes. Also, right. It's not a, it's not the kind of linebacker role we want. He's a linebacker in name only, basically, mm -hmm. if that's what he's actually doing. So don't trust it. 
Beyond that, Nick Vigil went to IR. Doesn't directly impact anything we got going on right now. But what it does do is kind of pull the rug out from under us if something happens to Zayvon Collins, because that was the backup right there. So we'll we'll have to try and figure out who the Zaven backup is if Zaven goes out. But we don't have to worry about that at the moment. Anything else in the Cardinals? Zach Miller getting the job done a little bit. Yeah. Hard to, hard to trust, though. Yes, sir. That is true. Uh, okay, moving on to the Broncos, where we definitely did have some news. So Josie Jewell injured week to week. Alex Singleton back in our lives. That is probably the number one inside linebacker waiver wire move this week. You're going to get him for a couple of few weeks. Uh, we know he's capable of huge production when he has that type of role. So it looks good until Josie Drool is back. Uh, thoughts on that? Thoughts on me playing Alex Singleton? Yep. For a couple of weeks. If I'm desperate. Yeah. If I'm desperate, it is a very productive position, like you said. I, I just I get nervous. I'm hoping I don't have to go there. Yeah. Well, he stinks, but he's productive. Yeah. I don't trust what they're doing right now, other than yeah. Josie Joel. Right. Right. And this is a, I believe, a Monday night game too. So if it's it is somewhat risky. So we'll say you know only if you're desperate. You know we have seen in the past that it's a decent option. So I don't know. If he blows up, he blows up. I mean, that's just it. Yeah. That, that's your, your your ceiling is way out the roof. Right. And on paper, he's the direct replacement. So yell at the Broncos right. if it doesn't happen. Right. <laughs> I, I love what Bradley Chubb's been pulling off. Got to give him another shout out. Yeah. And, and Baron Browning, too, at Edge uh, had a really mm -hmm. nice game last week, too. So uh, pass rush is looking better. Yep. yep. Go Buckeyes. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on to the Rams, where Terrell Burgess played 100% of snaps, and um, he's like a pass rush linebacker, so it's boomer bust. Just be careful with that. The story here, though, is the safeties. Jordan Fuller on IR for four weeks minimum. Taylor Rapp, rib injury day-to-day. -day. Uh, oh, that's what it is. Terrell Burgess is the third replacement safety for these guys. He played 100% of snaps in relief of both Fuller and Rapp. So we're really down the rabbit hole here. I don't know yeah. how much to trust this because both those guys got to be out for him to play. This whole situation, this whole year, uh, it looked like Nick Scott was really going to light things up and then rap and then fuller. And now it's like you said, a story and it's more like young and the restless stupid to deal with at the moment. It's yeah. There are other safeties. There are other safeties you can get that are way more solidified than this. I'd go get Ryan Neal right. over the, over this. Easy. Yes. Definitely, yeah. definitely. There's just not much to like right here, right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, yep, that's a, that's an option if you need it, but only if all those guys are injured and not playing. So, not great. Beyond that, normal Rams, normal week. Moving on to the Chargers, where another normal week here as well. Drew Tranquil still at 100% of snaps, looking great there. Bit of a down week in the production, but, it, you know, it was uh, – it was a different kind of game, I guess. I don't know. It, it, he's fine. It was still six combined tackles. He played 100% of snaps. He's an inside linebacker. Shit happens. Tranquil, my buddy. I'm going to point out real quick, though, of uh, a little swapping they did around in the uh, secondary. Normally, the third guy on the depth chart, Gillum, has sent Adderley to the bench. He actually displaced him for like half the snaps last week, I believe it was. And uh, made note of that, but uh, this past game, 
if there's not an injury that you can tell me that I didn't see, uh, it looks like Adderley's done as a starter, maybe. Yeah, it's pretty huge news. I mean, he's definitely a deeper leagues only guy, but uh, that right. that is that is a starter that may not be a starter anymore. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily go out there and go go grabbing Gillum either. Uh, when you play that second safety and you have Tranquil now, now they're actually able to field a full time linebacker that's staying on the field. Knock on wood. Uh, when you're playing back here with Derwin James. Uh, uh, not going to be a lot of IDP production to begin with. So I wouldn't go chasing Gillum just yet. I'm with you on that. We'll, we'll wait and see. Moving on to the Seahawks, where Josh Jones has been benched and Ryan Neal has taken over. We know Ryan Neal. We've seen him before. He, as is tradition, comes in every year when Jamal Adams gets injured because Jamal Adams is made of glass. And uh, this year they tried something different. They put in Josh Jones for a couple games. He stinks. So Ryan Neal has taken over. That's a starting 100% of snap safety for you that we've seen is productive in the past. So I'm all about it if you need a safety. Beyond that, Cody Barton, a little bit back up in the snaps to 77%. What else you got for the Seahawks? Other than mentioning Barton, that's it. That's yeah, it. He, I don't see anything different up there. Al Woods being a productive defensive tackle in deeper leagues. Actually, it's hit on that cornerback, Woolen. Oh, yeah. Tariq Woolen. Yeah. In the rolling waiver wires, I told the members that he was a good option coming up. And he has produced now two weeks in a row. He's got one more week to go, man. He's he's successfully passed the rolling waiver wire test. Yeah. No, he's been solid. It was Michael Jackson earlier in the season. But Tariq Woolen's been the guy of their young corners that's really stuck and made a role for himself and has been locked in playing time-wise and production-wise. So he looks really good. Some of that dirty old corner. Wait, wait. We got to come up with a name. Consistent? No. I don't know. We'll think of something for it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Gary talking corners. Who would have thought? Um, oh, shit. I know. The sky is falling. Uh, right. All right. Moving on to the Chiefs. So another weird week for Darius Harris, who's been the Willie Gay replacement while Willie Gay is serving his suspension. 69% of snaps, a little bit better production, but we said stay the hell away from this last week after we saw his playing time plummet. This isn't much better, and Willie Gay's back in one more week. So at this point, why screw with it? Just stay away, wait another week, grab Willie Gay after that if you do want that second linebacker option for the Chiefs. That's all I got here. You got anything else? It's, it's crap. It's just crap. So, yeah, Bolton uh, or Gay, that's all I'm interested here. A little bit of Chris Jones. Yeah, well, Sneed, too. Sneed's been great. Oh, but, uh, yeah, killers. He's been killer, hasn't he? I forgot oh, about Sneed. Oh, man, he's been incredible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, moving on to the Niners. Nick Bosa, groin injury, but he does have a chance to play this week. He did not practice today, but they seem optimistic that he's going to play. I sure hope so, because he's obviously their best option there. A little bit better Fred Warner week, so that helped people a little bit. What else you got for the Niners? I'm paying attention to that. Drake Jackson caught my attention. He's a second rounder out of USC, and he got about 45% of the snaps. Now, the reason I'm taking note, any dynasty thinking at the moment, he's interesting. One solo tackle for loss, one sack uh, for seven yards, QB hit. Uh, I mean, it's not spectacular, 
but uh, it's noticeable that they actually have somebody other than Nick Bosa that got in the backfield recently. Yep, absolutely. It's uh, they've had a great, a uh, really good pass rush in the past. So you know, I know they've been trying to build that again. So second rounder, that's a little draft stock for him. Hey, that draft capital never hurts. That's for sure. Mm-mm. Alrighty, last but not least, the Raiders. So, as predicted by all of us here last week or two, last week actually, when this happened, um, Divine Diablo was fine, 100% of snaps, just like we said he would be. However, everyone else kind of went to shit with the Blake Martinez signing. So, Denzel Perryman plummeted to 68% of snaps. Blake Martinez played a whole 10%. Jayon Brown did not play. <laughs> yep. No comment whatsoever, John. Yeah, I mean, realistically, I just think that we're not going to see a huge ceiling out of any of these guys this year. Yeah, if it's if it's not Diablo with that role, it's not safe. So stay away. Uh, there was one other thing I saw here. I could not find anything about it online. I looked all over the place, so I'm hoping you might have an explanation for me. Jonathan Abram was down to 75 percent of snaps this week. He's not injured. The game flow was not anything out of the ordinary that would take him out of his normal role. What is going on? <laughs> You have any uh, I idea? Could. I wrote a little bit about this last week because they had a mixture and snaps then too. I think it already had started. Harmon filled in there while the normal free safety was out. I'm not even going to tempt his name, and he was stinking it up anyways. I mean, as an IDP protection, you put, and it's kind of weird. You put Harmon back in there, and all of a sudden he's producing some. So I don't know. Everybody's healthy. We just have another situation where they've decided to uh, go with these three safeties, I suppose. Maybe the inside linebackers in front of them, you know, and this whole crazy rotation stuff and Brown. Perriman's not the best in coverage too. Who knows? Maybe it's just the flow. Yeah, I mean, we'll definitely keep an eye on it. If if Jonathan Abram is going to play 25% less snaps each week, that's not great. That's a guy we spent good cash on in the offseason or during startups. So Yeah, that's a huge hit. Huge hit. Yeah, not, not great at all. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Um, but yeah, other than that, Raiders, just some linebacker shenanigans, and uh, we'll track those as they go. And that be it. So uh, just a reminder, check out all the great fantasy football and gambling prep over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, where we always let it ride. And I want to announce that Gary has in-season IDP player power rankings app available for SGPN fantasy football YouTube subscribers. Gary, why don't you tell us about this? I'm going to go ahead and not butcher this up, but uh, folks, just make sure you get a hold of me if you're one of these winners uh, for subscribing to the SGPN Fantasy Football YouTube. So, uh, or in commenting on whichever, these are the the names that they uh, pulled for us, John. Cool. Who won? Oh, come on. S-A? S-A. E-S-S-A. Please DM or contact Gary to claim your prize. Evan McCourty, Sean Jones, Axton Hardy, and last but not least, the Armchair Athletics, Homes of the Trenches. Get a hold of me. Either get a hold of me on Twitter at, at the IDP Tipster or go ahead and shoot me an email at the IDP Tipster at Gmail. And we'll get you hooked up for that free month. You can start next week. You can start the last week of the season. You got a free month. Absolutely. And don't forget about the SGPN Fantasy Football family of podcasts. Uh, You can win that DeAndre Swift uh, jersey giveaway that we got going on. Head on over to SGPN Fantasy Football YouTube channel. 
let the guys know at the at SGPN Fantasy Twitter account that you did so. Comment and let it ride with even more SGPN Fantasy Football. That's all I got. Gary, you got anything else for a wrap it up? Everybody have a good weekend. Good luck. Yep. Good luck. We'll see you next week.